Today on Hardwired. Satan's philosophy is divide and conquer. God's philosophy is unify and conquer. But the devil's is divide and conquer. Anything he can divide, if he can divide your marriage, if he can divide a country, if he can divide a church, if he can divide a business, he can defeat you. Because a kingdom divided against itself, Jesus said, cannot stand. You are listening to Hardwired with Pastor Jeff Wickwire, the founder and senior pastor of Turning Point Church in Fort Worth, Texas. Maybe you've noticed that our culture is pretty messed up these days, which makes people feel anxious and filled with questions. They want peace, but have a hard time finding it or making it last. Well, Pastor Jeff is going to share in the message today about how you can finally be filled with hope, security, and most importantly, that peace you're looking for. We know that you're going to enjoy the message, but you can also listen to it again or any of the messages anytime you would like at our website, hardwired.org. Let's get right to the message. Here's Pastor Jeff to tell us what's coming up today on Hardwired. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of Hardwired. Thank you so much for joining us. There is a key to resisting the devil, to having victory over the devil, to winning spiritual warfare, and that is we're to submit to God. A lot of people don't think about that, but that is the initial posture for spiritual warfare that assures us the victory because we really can't rebuke a devil when we are submitted not to God, but to our own flesh. So James lets us know the key to warfare victory is to submit first to God. Well, what does that mean? And how can I submit to God? Well, that's today's message. So stay tuned, grab your Bible and a pen, something to write on, and let's get right to the message, Submit to God. I wanna talk to you today about something very, very important. How many of you can see that we're in a spiritual warfare? And how many of you know it's not with flesh and blood ultimately, but it's against rulers of darkness, spiritual wickedness, principalities and powers that have the church in their crosshairs. They don't want the gospel going out. They don't want the word going out. They don't want people saved. They don't want Jesus preached. So I'm gonna talk to you today about resisting the devil. Resisting the devil. I want everybody, let's warm up. Say with me, resist the devil. Let's read James 4, verse 7. And then we're gonna read 1 Peter 5, verse 6. And it's just two verses. And then we're gonna pray and be seated. Here we go. Matter of fact, it's so short. Read it with me. Ready? Therefore, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Did you read that right? Did I read that right? He will flee. You know what flee comes from? A Greek word means run as if in terror of. He will run terrified of a church that is rightly resisting him. Then, 1 Peter 5, verse 6, Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Now, in these two passages from James and Peter, we find the number one key. Now, listen carefully, because we don't usually hear this. I don't remember the last message I heard on this. But James tells us that the number one key to successful spiritual warfare is submitting to God. It's being submitted to God. Now, Peter comes along and says, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God. Same thing. 
If you're humbled under the mighty hand of God, you are submitted to God. So do you want to win in spiritual warfare? Do you want to win in your battles with the flesh? Do you want to win in temptation? Do you want to win when the devil attacks you, your mind, your marriage, your house, your finances, your peace? Do you want to win when you're wrestling on the spiritual mat with the devil and he's trying to take you down and count to 10 over you? Do you want to win? Peter says, and James says also, the key, the number one, number spiritual warfare 101 is to be submitted to God. That's the posture of the person that wants to win in spiritual warfare. That's the posture, submitted to God. Now, most Christians, when you think of spiritual warfare, they think of you know, rebuking the devil, binding the enemy, putting on the armor of God, so on and so forth. But James and Peter are telling us that if we want to win, we must first have this posture of being submitted to God. Nobody who's not submitted to God is going to win. It begins with submission to God. All genuine victory over Satan's attacks begins with being submitted to God. Now, we saw in our last message, last, last time, Satan prowls around like a roaring lion seeking somebody that he may devour. He's a predator. He's prowling. He's looking. He's sniffing out and looking for Christians who have their guard down, Christians that don't have the armor on, Christians that are not submitted to God. He's looking for an opportune time. It says when the devil left Jesus at the wilderness temptation, when Jesus finally beat him and he knew that he could not win against Christ, it says Satan left him till an opportune time. So that tells us Satan is an opportunist. He looks for the right moment to strike. It's usually out of nowhere. It's usually sudden. He either comes at you quickly or he comes at you subtly, sneakily. But he's camped on the doorstep of every believer looking for a way to get in. And if we ever forget that, then we are prey for the devil. Uh, until we go to heaven, you can never, ever wake up and go, well, the devil's off bothering somebody else. No, if you're saved, you're covered in the blood, you're born again, then every single day there's a target on you and Satan is prowling around looking for an opportune time. Not trying to make you afraid of him, but I want you to be aware of him because I'm gonna expose him today and I'm gonna tell us how to beat him today out of the word of God. We also saw that one of his favorite weapons, I believe his favorite weapon in the church, is offenses. He uses offenses to divide Christians and to sabotage the Christian walk of believers. Uh, he uses offenses all the time. He's able to get us offended because it seems so natural and so human to be offended. If somebody does something that offends us, it seems very justified to walk in offense. And we're not aware of how the devil wants to use that offense to separate us. And a divided church is a defeated church. Satan's philosophy is divide and conquer. God's philosophy is unify and conquer. But the devil's is divide and conquer. Anything he can divide, if he can divide your marriage, if he can divide a country, if he can divide a church, if he can divide a business, he can defeat you. Because a kingdom divided against itself, Jesus said, cannot stand. So if you're divided against yourself, if you're in a divided situation, you can't stand, you're weak. So the devil uses offenses and they work all too well 
all too often with unsuspecting believers. So today I wanna take this thought just a little step further because we're in warfare. Do you realize our church is taking the word around the country now? We're in every state in the union. Uh, we're about to go worldwide. And, and we're not taking uh, three points in a poem. We're not taking uh, God wants everybody rich. And I, I'm not a motivational speaker. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a preacher and a teacher of Christ. And, and we're taking the cross out there. We're taking the word out there. We're taking Jesus out there, undiluted, uncompromised, unapologetically, we're taking Christ because that's what our world is dying for. So because of that, we can never wake up as a church and go, well, the devil's off bothering somebody else. No, um, here's the deal. If we're gonna defeat the devil, we've gotta know how to resist him. How do you resist him? The devil can't get away with successfully dividing or attacking us in any form or fashion if we're submitted to God. He can't win. So that's what I wanna focus on today. Yes, he attacks. Yes, he tries to divide. Yes, he tries to conquer, but he can't get away with it if we are submitted to God as individuals and as a church. He can't get away with it if we're submitted to God. Because if you're submitted to God, then you're also submitted to the authority of God's word. All right, and that's how you successfully resist the devil. James says you resist him by submitting to God and submitting to the authority and the truth of his word, amen? And the word submitted comes from a Greek word that means to, to come under the arrangement of what somebody has established, okay? Come under the arrangement. Um, let me give you an example. You join the army and you learn real quick to come under the arrangement of the way they have things set up, right? And one of the first things you learn in the army is yes, sir. Why? Because now you are submitted to the army and to the army's commands, right? Now listen, Jesus is not just our savior. He's our commander in chief, amen? He is our commander in chief. He is Lord. Everybody say with me, he is Lord. He's Lord. He's literally Lord. I get a kick out of people that have been saved 20 years. And then they come along and say, wow, yesterday I made Jesus Lord. Say what? The minute you got saved, he was the boss applesauce. Right? The minute you got saved, he's Lord. He's boss. And we are to be submitted to him. Amen. And how are we submitted to him? Well, by obeying the promptings of the Holy Spirit within us, but also by what this word tells us to do, how this word tells us to live, every bit of it. Not just the red ink, I love reading the red, that's what Jesus said, but you know what? The whole Bible is every bit as much the word of God. So as believers, we're to be submitted to God by submitting to his word. Submitting to his word, the teachings of his word. What does he say? How does he tell us to live? Put another way, if we're living in open rebellion to something clearly stated in God's word, then victory over Satan is impossible. I'm gonna say that again. If we're living in open rebellion to something taught in the word of God, then victory over Satan is impossible. Submit to God, then resist the devil. Then he will flee from you. There's an order here. Submit to God then resist the devil. 
Don't say resist the devil and then think about submitting to God. No, what positions you for victory is being submitted to God, then you can resist the devil successfully. All right? It's the number one key to winning spiritual battles. Submit to God. So to walk in unforgiveness or to carry grudges or to live in some kind of unrepentant sin or to ignore something we know that God has told us to do opens the door for Satan, listen to me, to oppress us. Before Pastor Jeff comes back to wrap things up for us today, I'd like to share a couple of important things with you. Let me encourage you to take a minute and check out our website, hardwired.org. You'll find today's program along with all of Pastor Jeff's messages. There's a growing list of great things to check out at the site. So hop on over and check it out, hardwired.org. That's hardwired.org. And be sure to tell your friends about the program. We know you're being blessed by it. I'm sure your friends will be as well. We're here to reach as many people for the Lord as we can. So getting the word out will help us on this mission. And that's what this program is all about. And Pastor Jeff's back now for the conclusion of today's program. I don't believe that a Christian can be possessed. I don't. I don't see it anywhere in the Bible. The devil can't possess, can't live in the same room the Holy Spirit's in. So you, you can't be possessed, but I'll tell you, you can be oppressed. And how do Christians get oppressed? They get oppressed by getting out from under submission to God. That's how they get oppressed. The devil knows he can't possess you, but he also knows he can't oppress you. So he, he wants to get in through the door of rebellion against the clearly revealed word of God and will of God. He wants, to, he wants to tempt us and lure us out from under submission to God because then he's able to attack with oppression. I'm telling you the truth today. I want you to understand the way it really is. This is Christianity in the raw. And I'm not here to give you pie in the sky theology. I want you to know how to walk it out tomorrow when you wake up. We've got to be aware that Satan's desire is to destroy us as Christians. He wants to ruin your reputation. Are you aware of that? He wants believers to live angry and frustrated, not in peace and joy. He wants us to not love our neighbor. He wants us to lose interest in church and the things that Jesus cares about. Uh, he wants us to feel so downtrodden and so defeated that we don't have the energy to serve God. This, this is what he's after. He wants you worn out, beat down, defeated, frustrated, discouraged, disillusioned. You're still going to go to heaven, but you're not going to go to heaven near as fruitful as if you're successfully resisting the devil and moving forward. Are you with me? So, well, Pastor, I just choose not to get in spiritual warfare. Are you saved? If you're saved, you've already been drafted. Wake up. You're in the Lord's army, and he's our commanding officer. Amen. Now, I'm going to share with you just a couple of ways, uh, due to time, just a couple of ways the devil traps us into uh, not submitting to God, because that's what he's after. He wants, be born again all day. You're going to go to heaven. But if he can get you not submitted to God on this earth, you're not going to be fruitful. So let me give you a couple of the ways that he does it. These are some of his best tactics. Here they are. First, he, Satan offers quick solutions over waiting on God. He offers quick solutions over waiting on God. He offers shortcuts to solving our problems. He tempts us to move in haste 
without waiting on God's answer, which often, let me hear a big amen, requires patience. Amen. Waiting on God's answer? Yeah. How many of you have ever looked up and said, God, your timing sure ain't mine, <laughs> right? God always seems to take longer than I would. And so I've learned, but here's the deal. If the devil can get you to accept a shortcut, quick solution to a problem in your life that didn't come from God, he can lure you out from under being submitted to God because being submitted to God means also waiting on God for God to give you his God-sent answers to the problems in your life. So God speaks. If any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God that gives to all men liberally and he will not upbraid you for asking, but let him ask in faith, nothing wavering for he that doubts is like the waves of the sea driven by the wind and tossed. Let not that man think he shall receive anything from the Lord. The double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. We're to learn to wait. But when we take the devil's shortcuts and believe me, he gives them, he gives them. We get out from under submission to God and we end up oppressed. Let me give you a great example. Jesus in the wilderness. There he is for 40 days battling Satan. He hadn't eaten. He hadn't had a thing to eat, not one thing. He's 40 days. It says in, in Mark's gospel that he was in the wilderness with the beasts, the jackals, the hyenas, the dangerous predators. He's in the wilderness. He's alone. He has no prayer partner. He's out there fighting Satan. We only know about three of the temptations. That doesn't mean that's all that came at him. For 40 days, Satan was coming at him. But the Holy Spirit chose to tell us what three of the temptations were. He gave him three major temptations. And one of them, here's what Satan said to Jesus. It says, the devil took him to a very high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the world and all their splendor. And he says, all this I will give you if you will bow down and worship me. All of this, Jesus, I will give you. If you just bow down and worship me, Matthew 4, 8 to 9. Now the Bible says, listen to this, it was indeed God's will that Jesus have all the kingdoms of the world. Satan knew it. Isn't it amazing what Satan knows? He knows the Bible better than a lot of believers because he quotes the Bible. And if you don't know the Bible, he'll quote it bad to you and he'll twist it. And he twists the word now with Jesus. He said, I know that it's God's will that you inherit all the kingdoms of the world. Because in Revelations, verse, chapter 11, verse 15, here the day is gonna come when this is said, the kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Messiah, and he will reign forever and forever. There's Jesus receiving all the kingdoms of the world at the end of time. And Satan knew it. But what was Satan doing? He was offering a shortcut. He wanted to tempt Jesus to step out of God's timing because God's plan always was to turn over all the kingdoms of the world to his son. But only after he had died for the sins of men. So Satan was trying to circumvent Jesus from going to the cross, which was Satan's biggest nightmare. Because on the cross, Satan lost death, he lost hell, and he lost the power of the grave. So here's the devil trying to lure Jesus into accepting an illegitimate shortcut to something that was legitimately his. Do you get it? Do you see how the devil did this? Worship me, 
and I'll give it all to you. And here was the magic word. I'll give it to you now. You won't have to wait. You can have it now. Just think about it, Jesus. If you just bow down right now, it's all yours now. You won't have to go through that painful cross. I'll give it to you now. Of course, Jesus saw right through it and uh, rejected it. It is written, thou shalt worship the Lord thy God and him only shalt thou serve. But, but this is Satan's way. He tries to lure us into accepting his quick, easy, shortcut solutions to what God's will is for us if we just wait on God. Satan says, go ahead and marry this person now. You may never get another proposal. Do it now. Jump while the jumping's good. Or how about this one? Do this business deal now. Even if it's a little shady. God understands. Or how about this one? Quickly grab that expensive car you've always wanted before someone else gets it. God will provide. How many of you know those bills come every month as faithfully as anything in the universe? How many of you have been walking through the mall and you heard God talk? Oh, isn't that a beautiful dress? Isn't that a beautiful suit? Oh, don't you know God wants you to have that? Isn't it amazing how God can talk to you in the mall and tell you, get it now, get it. But I don't have the money. I don't hardly have enough to pay my bills. Oh, God will cover it. Do it now. Somebody else is going to grab it. Do it now. God wants you blessed. Do it now. And you don't wait for the word of God. You know, it says in the Bible, those that really honor God, it says this about them every time. It says they inquired of the Lord. Do I go to battle? Do I go against this enemy? Do I go here? Do I go there? Do I do this? Do I do that? They inquired of the Lord. And guess what? When they didn't inquire of the Lord, they got in trouble every time. Inquire of the Lord. I want everybody to say with me, God's talking. If I'm listening, well, that was about five of you. Let's try this one. God's leading. If I'm following, please understand Satan's tactic to get you out from under being submitted to God is to get you to move in haste, to get you to move in the flesh, to get you to act without his counsel, without his advice, without the amen of the word of God. Satan's message is don't pray about it. Don't inquire of the Lord. Don't wait for some answer from above. You know what's best. Jump. But if we don't pay about major decisions and run them through the sifter of God's word and sometimes even better, godly counsel, we are in danger of not being submitted to God. And Satan wants to oppress us by making hasty decisions outside of God's timing by taking one of his shortcuts. And he, listen, he gives shortcuts all the time. I see believers take shortcuts all the time without waiting on God. And I've done it. I've done it many times. And I always hurt for it. Amen. So everybody say, wait on God. Now let's say together, no shortcuts. No, no shortcuts. Wait on God. God will tell you what to do. Now, another way Satan succeeds in luring us out of submission to God, because remember, if he can get you out of submission to God, you can't defeat the devil. You got to be submitted to God in all things. And here's how he'll do it. Here's the second way. The last way I'm going to talk about today by bringing doubt about God's word. He sows doubt about God's word. This is happening everywhere in churches, everywhere. Christians are reassessing scripture. They're saying, I'm not so sure this is true or that's true, or I was taught right, or I interpreted that right. And they're, they're, they're putting a fancy name on it. They're calling it deconstruction. Now I call it backsliding. 
but they call it deconstruction where they go, well, I'm not so sure Jesus is the only way. I'm not so sure that the way I was taught about this or that was really the right way. And they're reassessing, they're doubting the veracity, the truth of God's word. And what they don't understand is if the devil can get us to doubting God's word, he can get us out from under submitting to God. He does it this way. He either adds to God's word something that it doesn't say, or he takes away from what it does say. And that's how he gets you to doubt God's word. We appreciate you listening today to Hardwired with Pastor Jeff Wickwire. Every program we do has one main thing in mind, and that's to share the hope and good news of Jesus Christ to people who need to hear this message and hardwire the teaching into their daily life. That's what this ministry is all about. So if you've been encouraged by the message, we would love to hear about it. Pick up your phone and give us a call at 877-884-3111. That's 877-884-3111. Or go online to our website at hardwired.org. And be sure to bookmark the web address to your favorites folder so you can come back often. Also, would you consider getting on board with us as a faithful ministry partner? Your valuable contribution makes a big difference to us in helping to get the message of the gospel out through this program to people everywhere. Your generosity along with this ministry is reaching people in a way that you may never have the ability to do on your own. So jump on board as a hardwired partner by calling us at 877-884-3111 or go online to hardwired.org, 877-884-3111 or hardwired.org. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you so very, very much. Have a great rest of the day and thanks for listening to Hardwired. Hardwired.